There's Sedano. Who's that? Sedano? Yeah. How you feeling, man? Uh, much better. Good. Thank you. Um, still positive, but uh, well, I'm but positive George, too. I'm always positive. George, I will tell you that when I when I got for people who don't follow George on Twitter, he went into as we call it in the NBA health and safety protocols. Yeah. He tested positive for COVID last week, and um, George, I by it, the way, we have all tested negative. Yeah. I, good. It, I'm glad because we were all in the same room. Yeah, we well, were very good uh, about, about calling, calling everybody. And I got a test right if you called me, and uh, yeah. Mason and I both missed Whoa. it. So thank you for letting us know. Yeah. But, George, I tested, even though I didn't have symptoms after a couple of days, it took me eight days to test out. Yeah. So hopefully it won't take you that long, but you don't be surprised if it does. It may take oh, you seven, yeah. eight days. To, you're feeling better, though, right? Oh, 100%. So yeah. I. Um, Within like three days, I started to feel more normal again. The first day and a half was pretty rough, and I don't think my voice has since recovered. I don't know if you can tell. The you sound you but... sound okayish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okayish. Okayish. Ish. Yeah. So why yeah. work with Beto? Like why? <laughs> why well, go down this nobody's road? Left. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're the last. Well, guy they tried. I know, I know my role. I they know. tried Momo. They tried Clinton. Cap is obviously Marco. They mm-hmm. tried. Yeah, I tried the you know Both the Kamenetsky's called out. Better you would be um, above all these people on my well, phone. I know my role, and I also I mean, know where I belong. I, so. I think they tried David Singer. Apparently, David Singer was yeah. on the list. Yeah, a lot Dr. Of yeah. Clapper. Doctor Clapper. Dr. Clapper. Would be he a was great in surgery. Co-host. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Sedano, biggest surprise of the playoffs for you is what? New Orleans? Yeah, I don't think there's any question. Um, and, and, look, New Orleans is good. Like, if, if you're Zion, uh, you know, granted, if you can get back on the on the court, right? I, I, you look at that team, everyone's already penciling Zion into the Knicks. I'm like, why would I want to go to that dumpster fire at the Garden when I've got a good team in front of me? Right. And, and I wonder... Like now, I wouldn't play him because they seem to have figured something out. But he oh no 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 like no! I'm talking about play. for beyond. Yeah. I'm talking about for beyond this season. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're good. Like D- David Griffin went from being the GM most on the hot seat over the last few months. Yeah, they started the, one in twelve. Right, and, and you know, to now being the guy that you look at and be like, wow, that guy hit pretty much everything everyone criticized him about for the most part. Uh, all right, so Mason, Beto, you and uh, and Sedano weigh in on this. Mason, Bergman, and Jorge want to recreate the famous yes. Abbey Road album yes, cover. The four of us. Okay. With the four of us. I think it's kind of blasphemous. It's not blasphemous. I don't, uh, I think it's kind of It's been hokey. done. It, no, yeah, I, I feel like you guys, where's it been, where's it been done? done? Where's it been done? A lot done? of people, Instagram. who does it? Instagram. People, Instagram yeah, people do people it? People have done it a lot. Show yeah. me a point. Okay. Show me an example. <laughs> wow. Why, you're there. You're really into this, huh? Go ahead, yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, right now, it. I'm holding out, Sedona. What yeah. do you think? So I, I think it's uh, – let me answer Beto's question first. Like, Mason was very, uh, very, very accusatory there and mm-hmm. very, you know, yeah. you know very excited there. What I would say, Beto, <laughs> is that the issue with Mace is that they have been talking about this for a long time because I remember listening to you guys talking about the, the, this particular situation Almost like a month ago. All right. Um, yeah, by and, the way, I can't find any Abbey Road <laughs> I just typed into a Google search. Recreating Abbey Road cover and over a thousand images came oh, up, we'll including the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah no, there's a Homer, lot. Mace. There are a lot. And what's, and, and, ho- what's Homer's wife? Marge, 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 Marge Bart, yeah. and Lisa. Yeah. I mean, it's okay, Mace. Jorge, what did you say? Who cares? We're doing our own. 
Who cares? Jorge, Jorge, first of all, Jorge. you're too young to know the Abbey hey, Road stuff. Hey, Let the old bit. guys do it's it. All right, man. Let's Come at it. it. Jorge, Jorge wants me. to recreate the uh, Jim Morrison Doors cover where he's... Jorge also right. thinks Roberto and Robert are the same people. Exactly. No, forget that. Humbert no. and Humberto are the same yeah, people. Exactly. No, no, yeah, exactly. No, no. Mace, go ahead. You do what you want to do. Exactly. Well, are you following us on TikTok yet? At Mason in Ireland? No chance. A lot of people following us on TikTok now. Here are the Power Rangers You actually going to do TikTok, though? Yes. He's really going to do it. He's going to be done after two. I mean, if the Power Rangers do it, we should do it too. Yeah, so we're like the Power Rangers. The Power Rangers Rangers have redone it. Yeah, I'm kind of like you, George. I can't do the TikTok. Sorry. Yeah. The TikTok. Oh, the TikTok is awesome. It's great. It is. great. You can sit and scroll through TikTok all day long. Like, my mom gets recipes off TikTok. Your mom's oh, on yeah. TikTok. No, yeah, it, my mom's on TikTok. She scrolls through it. Donna on TikTok. Donna. It's more like a Kaplan thing, I think, for us. Really? Yeah, you know, he's more into that he's out, stuff. Outreach. Well, he's outreach. He's in charge of outreach no, to uh, young the, people. He likes he likes taking videos of himself and pictures he of sure himself. Does. Yeah. I'm just, Spider-Man, I'm just people dressed as Spider-Man. Right. Why yeah. do you want to do this, Mace? Hey, Sedano, will you will you let Kaplan do the $25,000 pyramid? A bit. I, I Okay, explain to me why everyone is so upset about this $25,000 well, no, pyramid. Kaplan I obviously is upset. wasn't around. Oh, what happened? So when you were gone, Kaplan right. and we did our, you know, three and oh, a half hour Oh, the three hour, hour extravaganza. Yeah, the yeah. nonstop marathon. Mm-hmm. Kaplan came on and we played a $25,000 pyramid. And right. it went really, really well between me and okay. John. And then Kaplan said, you guys hate the game. And that's why he had to come on our show to do it. Because you and Hold Laura uh, and uh, Lindsay don't want him to do it. Wait, what's it called? 20, no, no, 25, I, I actually... 000? I think so. $25,000 pyramid? Yeah, the, the, the old game. It's a million dollars. Million dollars yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I, the reason... I just... I never said I didn't want to do it. I just made fun of him because I've known Scott for over 20 years. And I'm like, you've been doing that bit for 20 plus years. Like, you know, I, I get it. But the old ones like, are the good ones. Can we do something different was my question. Oh, mm. let's do a show from 1974? Good job. There it is. I mean, it was like 1997, <laughs> but whatever. I no, mean, I'm, I'm looking at the, the $100,000 pyramid. $100,000 pyramid. There you debuted go. Debuted in 1973. There you go. But you guys are great at the games. The games are your thing. Yeah, we do. He says you guys need a game thing. And I said, no, you'd be stealing that from us to have a game thing. Don't you think? I mean, you've got. we've all got our things here. Like, you know, we've got Jump Ball. We, and we did a fun <laughs> You've got Radio game. Tinder. So, Greg, when Greg and I and Laura were doing the midday show during the, the height of the pandemic. Yes. Like, just the height Ooh. of the height of the pandemic. That was when there were slow, no sports. slow times. Greg and Laura and I did a game that was, it was some slow time. Um, we did a fun football game mm-hmm. that Greg, you know, came up with all the questions. And it was basically like you were matriculating the ball down the field. It was kind of like... Uh, I guess uh, was, like college football down. overtime rules, right? Yeah, like college football overtime rules where you start at the thirty, and th- see people were into that. Like I think that would be different, like because it's not like the game show game that you guys are playing, right? Right. Hey, uh, Sonano, changing subjects. Do you have any feel for who the Lakers are <laughs> looking at for a coach? I don't. I really don't. Um, so I think the Lakers. Okay, look. If I had to guess, and again, this is random, reckless speculation, okay? This is not me saying anything. I know anything. This is me recklessly oh, speculating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reckless speculation. Because he's in I know. the league. Oh, hang right. on a second. It's, he's in the league. He knows. This is our reckless speculation sound. <laughs> what Thank is you, your reckless speculation, George Sedano? Let's go. So my reckless speculation is that if um, Team LeBron mm-hmm. would prefer – perhaps a coach like Nick Nurse, mm-hmm. whereas I feel like Team Lakers 
would like a coach who probably is less expensive, doesn't cost them draft picks, and they could probably control some more. So did uh, that's you, just me. But so, did you come up with a name, or yeah, yeah. you were just ruling out a name? I mean, that name. I mean, okay, if I were guessing, like I don't know, uh, a Lionel Hollins type, someone who's been out of the league for a minute. You know what I mean? Like who's already been part of the staff. That makes some sense. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm big on Juwan Howard. I don't know if he falls into any of those categories. I'm going but... Sam Cassell. No. Sam Cassell would be a good one. Yeah, but Sam Cassell. There's Lionel a reason Hollins. he's never been a coach. Right? Well, he's 13 years on a bench. He's a great player. But why great... has he never been a head coach? Because you have to work your way up. And by the way, he would be more And the Lakers could control him because it'd be this, his first shot. Right, and you're more gonna, malleable with this front office. So you're going to learn how to be a head coach staff. with George, the Lakers? Yeah. A name that, get, that keeps getting thrown into some of these mixes is Mark Jackson. What do you think? Yeah, we talked about it. You and I talked about it the other day when I was uh, a couple weeks ago now. Um, yeah, look, I think Mark deserves a second chance. I don't think there's any question about that when you look at um, the success that they had prior to his dismissal in Golden State. I mean, they were a team that was a lottery team that was a 52-win team after that. So I, I do think he knows how to coach. So I, I think he deserves another opportunity. I don't know if it's going to be the Lakers or not, but that would fall into the category of probably someone you cannot control, is my guess. Right. Uh, you're listening to KSPN Los Angeles, KRDC, Pasadena, Los Angeles, a good Karma Brands radio station. Yeah, it also it calls into question how important references are. What do you mean refer? Oh, you mean what with, people with say Mark. about you? Sure. Yeah, because if you talk to the players, well, yeah. What were the? Why was he out? Well, if you talk to the players at Golden State, you talk to Clay about Mark Jackson, and he'll say great things about him. The players loved him. The people outside the organization are are what I George I think brought him down. But um, how long ago was that too? Where he was well, twenty fourteen. Yeah, right? and so but he he hasn't been given another opportunity since then. But I'm I'm kind of like you said, I know I would hope he would have learned if 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 that was the case and and would apply that if he got another opportunity because if you judge him on wins and losses, he had a pretty good record. Yeah, he did well, have a good record. There yeah, was something but else going to be going his show there. too, right? If he comes, but he, his show. He, here here's the thing the the. And I don't, I don't get it. Like I, I get not going after like a Nick Nurse. Okay, I get that. Masai Ujiri is going to tell you, all right, give me those two draft picks. Sure you know what I mean? Maybe, like that, maybe more. Give me the twenty-seven. <laughs> give me the twenty-nine. Right. So I get that. But you probably, if you're going to maximize a team with LeBron James and Anthony Davis on it, in theory, you probably need an experienced head coach, um, one who is probably a good tactician like Nick Nurse is. Well, I don't... And, and, be, and taking your point and a, a step further, George, if you if that's what your your priority is, maximizing LeBron, your draft picks in 27 and 29 don't matter that much anyway. They right? do and they don't, John, because, you know, let's say LeBron plays another three or four years. Right. Um, then those picks are going to come into play. Then they're really going to come into play because you're probably not going to be all that good after he's gone. Right, but I'm just saying that's how you justify it. If you, no, no, I, I, oh, I get it. Nick that's Nurse why they is that, your guy. Then yeah. that's how you justify it. Beto, are that, you going to say anything here, or are you just going to let everybody else talk? Because hey. you're a co-host, you're supposed to be full fledged. I don't even. Wow, know look at you. Hey, I will. I I will save the good stuff for the Sedano show. Yeah. Wow. This is the Sedano look at that. Show. It's three fifty nine. We've moved into Sedano show territory. So now, when do you start working? What's your When do you start? Did you already working? Did, you I did, already did the, the ID, right? Yeah. 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 Give us some something better. I mean, got nothing. This is the reason I get called last. Last in the last in line. All right. Last in line. Uh, so I, I got Starbucks. I'm good. Yeah. So uh, I want to ask you about. Uh, actually, you know what? Weirdly, I want to ask you about uh, Al Pacino. 
It's his birthday today. It is his birthday today. Do you know that I saw Al Pacino? Do you know I saw Al Pacino live? What do you mean live? At the Pasadena Playhouse. Doing what? Shakespeare. He was playing Tennessee Williams. He was playing Tennessee Williams in a play. Wow. See, that's uh, the was... thing about Pacino. It does uh, underrated because he does a lot of stage stuff. He's that's we were talking about five greatest actors of all time, and I think Pacino's in that category in part because you know he made all those HBO movies which were really good, and he does a ton of stage work. What was he like? Um, it was incredible to watch because obviously I've grown up loving his work, right? But I, I think that what I've found, and this is really hard for me to say because I love his work. He's kind of morphed into every character he does is Al Pacino, but with like a different twang or dialect mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. T landlord. Any given Sunday, that's what to do. On this so, team, we fight for that inch. Now you're saying that's not subtle. So he's yeah, that guy. Exactly. So he's so doing a streetcar like uh, like he's the coach. So football. when when him and Judith Light are playing Tennessee Williams at the Pasadena. Oh wow, Pasadena what a Pasadena Judith Light from Who's the Boss? Oh, J- yeah. Judith Light's got a real career. Tony Danza's boss. Yeah. When real it was at uh, the the uh, the uh, play was called God Looked Away. I had to look it up real quick in my email where where when we went to go see it. Um, yeah, it was very much that. It was like I was expecting him at one point to go, like it's Senator the Woman, um, because it felt like he was just playing Al Pacino playing Tennessee Williams. It's got to be worth more than just a football game. <laughs> by the way, when you can mock somebody <laughs> and, like and, that is probably not a good way, thing. By, by the way, I, I, I remember saying this years ago on the morning show with, when I was working with Key and LZ and they got really mad, but you know who kind of does the same thing now in his mm. old age? Mm. Denzel Washington. I don't think so. No. Oh, yeah, he does. Denzel's, yeah, he does. Denzel's subtle. No, Denzel plays a lot of the same characters. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I actually have a little Denzel right here. Listen to this. This is what he said to the Dodgers. This is actually really cool. This is a really cool speech. I, I saw did. that. Yeah, okay. I saw it. Here it is. You'll never see a U-Haul behind a hearse. I don't care how much money you make, 400, 500, I'm glad you're making that. But you'll never see a U-Haul behind a hearse. You can't take it with you. I don't care who you are. But you can leave it here. Not just the money, the memories, the joy that you give children, the love that they have and they walk around with your jerseys on. It meant everything to me. As it probably did to a bunch of you guys growing up, it meant everything to me to just be... I'm getting emotional talking about it. Just to be one of you guys meant everything. Those kids watch you. They make every move you make. They watch that. I wanted to walk like you guys. I wanted to eat what you ate. I wanted to play like you played. I wasn't as good. And it didn't matter what color you were. I just pray that you understand the power and authority that you all have. The influence that you have. And I know you do. But never take your gift for granted. It could be taken from you in the second. There you go. I like that. So, yeah, real, real quick, real, real quick, hold on, hold yeah. on. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. However, if you Google Denzel Washington and Kyle Lowry, you'll find that Denzel ran into the Miami Heat uh, after they were up 2-1 against the Hawks. Yeah. And in the lobby of his hotel. And they were staying at the same hotel. And said almost the same thing verbatim. Come on! At least oh no, I think this was seconds. a Dodger. This was a speed. This was a Dodgers. No, 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 original. no. He actually literally said after I just spoke to the Dodgers, 
and said almost the exact same thing at least the first 30 seconds almost verbatim. So he has a speech set up for every team? That's the same no, I'm it's saying. the same speech, and then you just yeah. change it's the It's just oh. insert team name here. Right. We so all want to be the Heat. Go right now. We go all want to be the Dodgers. Go Google Denzel Washington and, and Kyle Lowry. Cause, or, or, I love or that we're all because, calling him Denzel now. Well, the Heat. Yeah, because that's what he said. He came name. out and yeah. said his name is Denzel. It's not Denzel. Right. Denzel shows up to a Laker game wearing sweats and a hoodie. He can do whatever he wants, man. He's cool. Yeah, by the way, he, hey. also told, he also told Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry while saying very similar things. Uh, that he went to the, he told the Dodgers, and I remember the, that part because he said, and I was wearing my Yankee hat when I did it. Yeah, he's a big Yankee guy. See? Yeah. Even well, though he's in LA. I mean, it's still a great But anyway, speech. my point is but this. You, is think that he's, you think he's Denzel's playing now. a lot of the same character, yes. Uh, yeah, and by the way, you know who's, been, who's mastered this? Hmm. More so than anyone, more than Pacino, more than Denzel, more than anyone? For like 40 years, Tom Cruise has been playing the same character pretty much. Well, sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> But he does his own stunts. Right. Yo, Tom Cruise, okay. Tom Cruise, pick a movie, Ireland. Pick a movie with Tom Cruise right now. Jerry Maguire. Cocky agent. Okay. Okay. Mission pick Impo- another movie. Mission Impossible. Uh, cocky, uh, whatever. Uh, international spy <laughs> investigator. Cocky spy. Top Gun. The, the yeah. mo- no, the most. The <laughs> cocky airplane the, the uh, most, pilot. The, the most sleeper performance by Tom Cruise of all time. I mean, it it is spectacular. There's only one exception to the rule. Well, it's not the uh, one you're going to name. What about uh, All the Right Moves? No, I was going to say Born on the Fourth of July is really the only that exception. That is. No. The John no. was going to say Magnolia. No. Oh. I was going to say No, Tropic because he's playing Thunder. a cocky agent there, too. Oh, Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder, where he plays yeah. the well, studio head. Right. Wait, what the about Cocktail? Cocktail. Cocky Bartender. Cocktail. Cocky Bartender. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. I mean, what are we talking about here? Tom Cruise played the same character for 40 years. Brian Brown was ahead of his time, Lindsay, in Cocktail because he lived on a boat. Yes. And that's what people are doing now. The taxes are so high in Los Angeles right, County. Right. People are just going to live on boats. Beto, let's go get a couple of boats. Well, we could make we could laugh all the way to the bank. I go back to your line of we're all gonna marry, might as well marry rich. That's what he did. God, I'm so mad. I like I married. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I use your lines money. on kids all the time, John. Well, Beto, what's the most important thing I ever taught uh, you? This young kid who I mentor right now. He's a high school senior. He plays mm-hmm. golf. He golf with me all the time. Don't let school get in the way of your education. Exactly. Best piece. I'm of not advice. sure that that's a good message. Don't let me? school interfere not with sure your that's education. A good message. Is that a good message? The kid wants to play golf professionally. Right. Why go to class when you should be so at Mace, Don't, don't the, you think you need a backup no, plan? In, nah. the, in the case of this kid, so let's say a professional golfer's in town. Right. All right, let's say Phil Mickelson's in town. Sure. And he says, uh, hey, kid, I want to take you to go play golf. But the kid has a full day of class. Yeah. Uh, do you go to class or you go play golf? You can blow off class for a day. Exactly. Right. That's but uh, but you still, you're still back at class the day after. Correct. Don't let school... Interfere with your education. Oh, well. you right, if you view it How many that times way. did you go to the radio station instead of go to class? Many, Daily. many, many yeah. times. Yeah. I led the league in cutting classes. There it is. Yeah. Bowling Greens. By the way, Mace, I, did you see the, the message I sent you the other day? The president of ESPN is right in line with you passing a, uh, a new legislation here at the company. Yes. Where we are being... We're adding, not only do we have sick days and we have uh, personal days, days and we have vacation personal days. days. No, we now have, we've we got have Mason days. Mason wait, wait, wait. No, no. Ireland, wait. Jimmy Pitaro, who I love. Yeah. Uh, you know, thank Me too. Uh, I'm such a big Jimmy fan. Okay. He just sent out an email that we now have two recharge days what? at the company. Yep. 
I bet you Amanda will this. find a way not to give them to us. May the 27th and August the 1st. Well, they're the coming first, from the president. The, the, idea, the yeah. idea is Amanda that, will say it doesn't apply to you clowns. The idea is that you can enjoy a shared time off experience, allowing yeah. teams to disconnect from work, emails, and Wait, calls. Bergman, are you, are you going to Why would us- they apply to us? We don't... They shouldn't apply to us. Why? We work for ESPN. You're not going. You're not going to show up one day just because for a recharge day. No, no, no. no it's legitimately recharge. a day. I know. I know. Says, I know. Come in. Yeah. It's a company holiday. Yeah. Yeah. No it's way. The company has given yeah. it to you off so those Bergman, two days. It's, well, no, because it's, all, it's, a, it's a way. It's a way from being on the phone. Away from being on on your emails. No, but so don't don't off the microphone. Your emails. No, but it's don't do He says he says you get to take the day off. Yeah. May, May 27th. Get that down. All right, I'm ready. Email, Greg. So May 27th, Put 1 to 4, I'm ready. And May I know 6th. I can see all of you here. <laughs> I'm here. normal. 1 to 4, May 27th, I'm in. Yeah. Beto and go. anybody. Bergman, <laughs> did, you not, did you not get the email? I did get, I did get the email. Oh, okay. Because so I sent it to Mason. Because I said, Mace, this is your kind of legislation. Well, here's the, I think. Hey, you earned those, Mace. I'm a big believer <laughs> that unplugging is a really good thing. But you don't unplug. Unless it's for fantasy You just added TikTok. When are you going to unplug? I've unplugged for a week at a time. So for a week at Mason's a time. Mason's been selling this spiel forever. And I am, so one time he goes, Ireland, I'm unplugging next week. But next week I'm not going to be available. And I go, wow, that's I, I can't imagine doing that, but good for you. And yeah. so Ramona's filling in for Mace. It was mm-hmm. one of his vacations. And I say right. to Ramona on, like, Wednesday of that week, you know, it's pretty amazing what Mason's doing. He's completely disconnecting from everything electronic. Mm-hmm. And, and Ramona, without Mr. B, goes, I made a baseball fantasy baseball trade with him 15 minutes ago. <laughs> so you, you obviously didn't connect. And you and I well, asked you about it. So you, you go, disconnect from work. Well, there are some things work. I can't completely. I, disconnect but I mean, you from. can't quit. Have you ever just baseball. turned off your phone for a weekend? No, oh, yeah, I'm not a big phone user. I'll be honest. But all the apps. Well, you no, have. not like calling. You don't call people. But I, I mean, using the apps either, on your phone. I can't remember if I told this story on the air or off. Did I tell the Bill McDonald story on the air? Hmm, I don't know. All right, so last game of the season, George, was when? You will now. Yeah, April 10th. <laughs> What's up, Billy Mac? Yeah, Billy Mac's the greatest. Uh, April 10th is the last game, Lakers at Denver. Yeah. And Stu is making fun of Billy that he never, ever doesn't have his phone in his hand. Like, he'll call yeah. games with the phone is in his hand, so if he gets a text. I've seen that. Like, Billy just, you know, that's his, yeah. his lifeline. So... I, Stu goes, you know, he's never, ever not with his phone. I go, Billy, I'll give you $100 if you give me your phone, lock it. I won't do it into it, but I'm going to put it right here in my pocket, and I will hand it back to you after the game. And he goes, $100? I go, yeah, right now. He goes, no. I go, 200 He goes, no. I go, $300 right now. What? You're just throwing out $300 right now if you will give up your phone. And Stu looks at me, looks at Billy, he goes, he goes, he goes, you give me $5, I'll give you my phone. <laughs> and Billy wouldn't do no, it. No, he didn't do it. For $300. Just for the game? Just yeah. for the game. Wow. He goes, no, I need it. I need to text him during games now. Uh, I'll text Michael oh, during text you, games. He'll text you back. MT's quick at yeah, texting I'll give back. You my, uh, I could use the money. No I way. Michael, my phone. No way. To me. Like, if I said, give me your phone during the show, you'd you go here. It, take it home. No, yeah, no way, you Mace. You would die, Mace. 300 bucks here. No, he would do it. Bucks. You know why? He has iPad. He has iPad. other stuff. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. iPad. I've oh, computer, you have everything connected? I've got everything. Sure. Of course. you got to keep them disconnected. All right. So, Sonata, what's coming up today? I mean, we got Beto. Craziness in too. Exactly. Excellent. I'm going to make up all kinds of crazy things and theories and, like, Talk about the Padres like Kaplan does. 
No, don't. Do he that. is Captain Padre. Yeah, the Padres could barely. By the way, look at all you see all those fights. <laughs> yeah, I know. So that stupid to get in a yeah. fight at a game. Padres so are so. That. Padres fans are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Dodger fans didn't start it. I'm just saying. Why we got to get the bad rep? I already went in a rant on Twitter earlier, so I'm well, like, well, Mm-mm. there you go, Laura. I'm with Laura. By the way, uh, Mason takes a fan to a local baseball game next Wednesday against the Giants. Uh, yeah, I'm available. Yeah, you want to go? Um, you're in. Speaking you're of in. fighting at with baseball you? games, yeah, no, with Mason. yeah, Giants and Dodgers, exactly. Yeah, all right, all right uh, we're out of here. <laughs> Coming up next is Sedano and Cap with Beto filling in today. Back tomorrow uh, on seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I guess I'll do the cap thing. Yeah! Bow, 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 bow. Don't bow, do that. Bow, 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 bow. Don't do that. Beam, boom, boom. Bam, beating, bunk. Why, why you gotta make it all Latino about there, man? Boom, beating, beam. What's that? You're making it all Latino. I'm waiting for Hector Lavoe to come out or something like that. <laughs> Don't make me laugh too much. I can't. <laughs> so I you're really sick, a- sick? Well, my voice isn't back yet, that's for sure. Ah, you sound good, man. You sound good. I mean, it's very dry. i got to drink a lot of water. Um, I'm going to be coughing a lot, but I'm here. You got COVID. I'm, I did. Dang. This is first After time? After two years, the Rona finally got me, Wait, bro. all that traveling you've been doing? All the these NBA, years. All that? And it finally got me. No way. And you've been very yeah. careful. And you got I it have... in studio? No, no. I don't know where I got it. I mean, I don't know yet. Like, I could have been on when I was on the road that week. No, I had to be. All those planes that you were going through, Miami. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, you didn't have any, enough cafecito, man. That's what it was. I had my mask pretty much everywhere. I don't know where the hell it happened, but it happened. So, yeah, that there sucks. You go. All right. Yeah. You, you, are your lungs burning up? No, no. The first day and a half, bro, yeah. it was for real. Sucks. It was all, I, You had it. Yeah, yeah I, I got it early on, and it yeah. sucked. I was driving. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, and then you're yeah. breathing, and you as an athletic guy who likes to go on his hikes out yeah. there, that's going to be a while before you're actually going back yeah. to your normalness. For- I, I tried to do one today. No, it, it, don't do it. I, it was tough. No. I had to stop. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. You're probably another month before you can actually get back to feeling the Sedano stuff. Yeah, but I'm like a Latino hardhead. You know what I mean? Like, that's not going to. You yeah. don't need to say that's, Latino. We already know you're a hardhead. Yeah, yeah so, I mean that's, but that just makes it extra as well. Uh, yeah, take it yeah. easy, man. Uh, no, I have. I was just bored, dude, in my yes, house. Yes, because you don't know how not to work. Right. You've been working since you were a kid. You don't know how to relax. You don't know how to take uh, mental break days or. What, oh what no, I do. You, you, I, yes, I do. You don't know how to take Mason days. The recharge days. No, that's not <laughs> true. Because I'll give you an example. Like a couple years ago, when I took time off, I, you asked how long you spent off of like your phone. I spent, I mean, granted, texts or whatever, but I was off social media for like 10 days. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Like, I can do that. Like, you can tell me I don't have to get on Twitter. I'm out. Like, I yeah. don't, you won't, trust me, you won't find me there. Yeah, I'm okay with like getting rid of that. But, you know, this, 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 we're always working because we love what we do. Correct. It's not a real job per se. 
Like we're yeah. not breaking our back. And shout out to all yeah. the people who actually are doing that. Who actually do have to work hard. Yeah, yeah. and like that's yeah. you know it's like we look forward to to talking about sports. So it's yeah, like it sucks when you just have to sit around and do nothing. Yeah, well, no, no one likes to be just kind of home and doing nothing. Uh, so. I have a lot of friends like that that can just do nothing, especially as we get yeah, into your forties, man. No, bro, I can't. I'm in my forties, so and I can't do it. Yeah, so, because you know. got you're young, man. You're young. You're you're. Like I said you look forward to it. You're like, I want to go do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. That's it. But nah, yeah, I'm getting to that phase now where it's like, yeah, you know what? I'm okay with not leaving the house today. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm okay with that. Like I I'm like un viejo in the sense of like you won't find me too many nights being like, even when I have like friends in town, like, yo, bro, we're going to go out for dinner and drink. Nope. I'm like, mm, I'll do the dinner, you know, and then may, you know, no. maybe a drink. And that's about it. Like, I can't remember the last time I went to, you know, when everybody used to have like all friends, birthday dinners or anything like that. Can't yeah, yeah, remember no. the last time we, because people know Bethel's not leaving. Bethel's not going because Bethel yeah. doesn't do any of that. It's not my thing. anymore. No, 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 no. So you don't invite I mean? me to group like, outings. Nah. Yeah, it's exactly. I'm good. I'll send a gift. I don't even do that. I'm just, I mean, I'm okay with not having friends anymore. I'm good. (laughs) I'm good with that. that, You know, I had this conversation with my wife for years, okay, about that. So she always used to say, like, why is it that you don't want, like, new friends? And I said, I got plenty of friends. Mm -hmm. Like, why do I need new ones? Yes. Right. Right. I do. I've known you for a long time. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, do I need you know, more than, than no. like you guys right now. You know what? So you and have my old friends. Like I've already, I feel like I've added plenty of friends. Over you here. have the young kids. So does this go on with you? Uh, Cause you got kids in like preschool, kindergarten around that age, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So th- right. Go ahead. Go ahead. I know you're going to ask, but go ahead. Have now become, cause my kids are older. So they've now become the part of, Hey, they go to like these parties and it's yeah. like, Hey, the school no, party. I don't do parties. Well, yeah, it's I like the do. school party. Like, Hey, uh, Jose, here's Juan. Both of you guys like golf. You guys are now friends. Like that's the nope. wives are like setting up the husbands for new friends, and it's like nope. they're like getting in the corner. Yeah, right. So, so I know exactly you're no. But I, I, I'll give you an example. Okay, I um in in like a positive way. Like I'm I'm okay. My wife understands this now by this stage. Yeah, that it's knows. just like hey. It's the ABCs of me. Okay, like that's just the reality. She knows who she married, right? Like I think that's part of it. So. I, I'll give you an example. Like, I'm okay, like, interacting with other parents and families. Like, I, you know, my, I you know, was telling the story that my daughter played basketball this year at seven years old for the first time, and we interacted with a bunch of the parents. And, you know, my wife is very close to a lot of the, the lady friends. And, you know, I met some of the dads or whatever. And I was in and out, hanging out, let the kids have fun, and I'm in and I'm out. Um, but I'll give you an example. So there's – my daughter has these friends. They're twins. And, and this is a positive interaction. I uh, I had ne- I'd never taken my daughter to a Laker game, right? Um, so I got tickets to the Laker game, and uh, you know, I got four tickets for my wife to take my daughter and these two twin girl friends of hers. And um, you know, after the fact, we dropped them off, and you know, we stayed at the we went to the house, and the parents like, the parents were like, "Hey, do you guys want to have a glass of wine?" Sure, yeah, no problem. And we hung out for like a little while, like maybe an hour, and just hung out. Like I'm okay if it's organic, uh-huh. but don't force me to be friends with. You somebody don't need because, a play date at forty, right? Correct. Yeah, exactly. I don't need that. See, but yeah. you went. Have you gone back? No, you're not. You're not no, well, I haven't gone back because I mean, I just haven't had yeah, time. Like see. I, you know, you're like me, George. You're. I'm the dad for the soccer. My daughter's soccer team. I'm the dad that sits way away from everybody else. I, my, you but don't even know I'm there. I, I'm not opposed to being interactive, and and, and I'm not antisocial. I'm but just like wait till they find out you're George Sedano from TV, and they want to talk sports. 
Mm. Mm. Hey, how about the Lakers? Yeah. Mm. No, I, I'm always good about that stuff, though. Yeah. I'm generally like, I'm good. Like, I don't, I mean, obviously, it's the last thing I want to talk about. But it's like, <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest. Yeah. But I am also, I, let me tell you, there's not a person that will walk up to me. And, you know, maybe there's someone out there, but I doubt it, that has come up to me and asked me about the Lakers and has gotten my attention or the Dodgers or whatever yeah. sports question. I will answer your sports question every time. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. You're fun. You're cool about it. I, but. I don't want to sit there and like do a talk show. For yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. But people are respectful, dude. They realize you're on the move. You got stuff to do. You're going places. They're going. They're busy too, just like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody's got all day to talk. Yeah, but when you go to uh, your daughter's basketball game, and if you're a regular fan, you're not coaching like you were last year. You know, like yeah, you know what? I just want to be in the corner, sipping my drink. Leave me oh, alone. I I agree. I, yeah. I well, that's it. I like to just kind of be. Uh, yeah, yes. I, I do. Uh, Michael's that way too, though. Oh, Michael, I when I started doing play by play years ago, I would do high school games, and we would do Clay Thompson's games, right. and you would see Michael Thompson in the corner of the gym, away right. from everybody, with the camcorder, yeah. and that right. was it. And when the game was over, Michael was gone. You would never see him on the floor with Clay or anything like that. And that's where I learned. And I asked Michael about that. He said, when you have kids, just let them have their moment, get away, don't even talk to them after the game, and then talk to them at home. And that's where I learned it from Michael. So now when people are like, damn, Bethel, what's in the cooler at 8 a.m.? You know, a little something. We're all right. <laughs> <laughs> a little something is good. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm like that. I just I say hi, let them know I'm there, I'm in, I'm out, and then, yeah, I don't I don't yeah. like to get too It's involved. just funny. Like, friends were talking about this the other day. They're like, oh, like our wives are making play dates. For the kids no, and, that's and, not for the, fun. and for the husbands. Ladies, if you're listening, okay, don't do that. Yeah. It's like, not fun. You like golf? Hey, be friends. That's like, imagine if it was the other way around. Oh, no chance. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Lindsay, have you ever been in a situation where it's been the other way around? Where someone's like, hey, you, know, you should meet my girlfriend because you're both girls yes i mean it, that's it, not fun right I, even even like my my roommate was like like oh you should hang with my one friend because she's also a girl who likes sports and i was like no okay, yeah whatever yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah yes but yes that's, that has that's, happened that's not fun now laura is a social butterfly i feel like she would be okay with any of this Oh, it depends. Yeah, like, you would. No, I think it just honestly depends because I've been in a situation where I was like, yeah, like totally. I'll meet your friend. Then you meet the friend. You're like, Ugh, I shouldn't have said yes to this. So I've learned to just be like, sure, if we're in the same, you know, like, let's not plan something. And we just happen to be and we click. Cool. But if not, yeah. no. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, I, look, setting just don't up, set like, up friends, like friend dates or whatever. It's weird. Is, yeah. yeah, it is weird. It's like a blind date, a weird blind date. Yeah. Like, it's like weird, awkward expectations and stuff. That's the perfect way to describe it. A weird blind date with a perfect stranger, and there are no benefits to this. No. Now, if you want to give me free golf, hey, I'll be your friend all (laughs) day. There you go. (laughs) Let's go. I heard heard you're ready to get your PGA card. You know what? I started taking this serious, and that sucks because now I keep score and I actually care. I, I, I miss my just getting loaded and having a cigar moments, man. That's better. I'm going to go back to that. I don't. I haven't started to play golf. Don't do it. Because, don't do it. Don't because of that. Because I will want to play. Because you're a competitive. Lot. I am. And you want to win. Yeah. See, no. I, I just have no job, so I'm good. I have plenty of time during you the middle. You have like ten jobs. <laughs> no, I, no. Like people are like, oh, do you want to golf on weekend? No, the kids. But during the week, I have nothing to do during the week. 
Right. I, I drop off my daughter at school and from 8 to 3.30. I got nothing to do. I'm good. So you should be mm. pretty good at golf by now, huh? Um, If I cared, I would be. Uh, but I don't. I just like having fun. I just want to be a golf influencer. Started. That's it. You just I just started. want the Air Maxes, and that's it. That's all I care about. Look good. That's it. Now, speaking of what people care about, you mentioned people ask me about the Lakers. I've actually got – it's funny as I watch these playoffs, there is one thing that has stood out to me about the Lakers. And it's it's basically the a very, you know, old-timey saying of be careful what you wish for. Mm. And I think that the Lakers fell into that trap this year much like the Brooklyn Nets. We'll get into that in three minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. My life and I dial my baby's number every time. What a great jam. I don't know how old I was. Probably not very old when this song came out. Nine or ten probably. Yeah, I was like third grade, fourth grade sounds right. That's a jam right there. Yeah. School that's one. Even, even if you didn't hear it when it came out, you heard it later on. You're like, "Oh, that's good." Yeah, um, that scene from Heat is fantastic. Um, it's the second best scene in the movie, other than the bank robbery scene. Um, which the bank robbery scene uh, was uh, inspired by a real life scene that I guess had happened here many, many years ago. So, and you like how uh, during crosstalk, where they're talking about Al Pacino, you know, neither of them mentioned Scarface, but if you mention Pacino for any Mexican or Latino, right? Oh yeah, Scarface, Scarface right away comes to one. Although I always have a beef with Scarface because as a Cuban uh, in Miami, there were no <laughs> Hispanic people in the movie. Not even like forget about Cubans. There wasn't a Mexican. There wasn't a Puerto Rican. Uh, well, you had there two. was one. One. There was one. Yeah. Um, what's Chichi. his face? No, the guy who uh, Manolo. Uh, Manolo. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he's a, Cuban. Yeah, he was the only one. And then, but like, damn, bro, there's all these. Alleged Cuban people, you're not. I mean, forget about Cuban. Just give me, give me a Mexican, give me a Guatemalan, give me an Honduran, yeah, give me a, you, know, you know, give me somebody. Minor details, bro. Minor Puerto details. Rican, Dominicano, somebody. Yeah. Yo, know, some of those scenes were filmed on here uh, by the docks in Long Beach. So, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, so it's pretty cool to see some of that. But yeah, there was a remember the guy Chichi who had a bit role when they went to the bank. He was on a uh, Felipe Esparza's yeah. podcast recently, and he was telling all kinds of stories about it. So it was, uh, it was cool to hear. That's, yeah. that's a long time ago now. That movie's like forty years. Forty old. years old, yeah. And it still Crazy. gets played, and, and you'll see that poster on every young guy's. People love it. Oh, yeah. People love it. That's that cult People classic. I heard that they were going to make, they were going to try to do like a remake of that. Nah, movie. you can't do that. Yeah, somebody was, nah. somebody wrote that. I forgot who it was. Maybe like a year ago they were talking about that. A remake of that? 
Yeah, mm. but it would be like, you know, because that's also a remake, technically. Scarface, that movie was uh, an original, uh, originally done, like, I believe the original was, like, in the 30s. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Look at yeah. that. You learned something today. See? You learn, always learn something with Sedan on that. Like, yeah. Know. But so, I knew that would get you fired up because, you know, the, the Cuban in Miami, you're like, wait, no, we're not there. Yeah. And the accent, yeah, I know I know the accent probably yeah. gets you mad. Yeah. His name is Stephen Bauer, the Manolo, but his the actual, you want to know his real name is, Stephen Bauer's real name? What you got? Rocky Echevarria. Oh. <laughs> wait, why do you got to say Rocky? You can't even say Rocky? It's gonna be Rocky. 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 Because you got to say it with, like, the Latino accent. Yeah. It's kind of like when I had Laura call her parents and ask them how they say uh, peanut butter in Spanish. How, how do you it's peanut butter, right? How do you say it? No, how, how, they were trying to say it in English. But oh, their, yeah. it's like saying pizza and pizza? Yeah, yeah. peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's exactly what happened. So, Rocky. both peanut butter. So, Laura's mom got woken up and everything. As a matter of you fact, really put her, her mom on the air? No. Well, no, we didn't they put her on the air. Okay, good. Don't, don't do that. You're gonna we didn't put her on the air. Um, so, anyway, real quick. So, I'm watching the Nets play right now. And this yeah. thing's a disaster, clearly. So... It got me thinking, be careful what you wish for, Beto. And the reason I say that is, and, and look, anyone, you know this because you know me, um, and Lindsay and Laura know this because they know me, and anyone who listens to the show knows that this is how I feel. I am 99.99999% of the time. I'm going to side with employee over employer. I am never, I am rarely going to side with the man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so, I that, I mean, listen, sometimes to a fault, okay? But, you know, it's rare that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ever side with management. And in this case, I'm not really siding with management yeah, either. Yeah, because you go up against management a lot. You have. At times, yes. So, excuse me, I have to drink water because my throat is too dry during uh, the recovery No, and you're about to make a um, powerful moment right now. Let's yeah. go. What you got? So, anyhow, the reality is this. I am a big believer in sports, okay? I mean, in general, forget about sports, but in general, about collaboration between highly paid employee and management. Okay. okay. So whether that's, you know, a basketball player and an ownership group or a football player, like a quarterback, quarterbacks have all reached and grabbed for power now. Right. Okay. Uh, we're seeing Debo Samuel, even wide receivers are now trying to grab oh, yeah. for power. Especially and Debo. I ain't, mad, I ain't mad at any of them. Okay. So, but what I'll say is this, be careful what you wish for, because if you look at it historically, and, and by the way, it has, it, what, this wasn't even started by players, if you think about it. If you think about it, the trying to do too much, right, was started by coaches, actually. If you remember, Beto. The trying to do too much. There, there was a trend of coaches in the NFL and in the NBA, particularly, that wanted all the power. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They want to be the GM. They want to be in charge of everything. The they head coach, the everything. GM, the president. They want to know what's going on the on the scoreboard. All the every stuff, every right? detail. Then that kind of went away. Correct, because I mean Belichick probably still the only person that has it. I guess Popovich is probably one of the few that has yeah. it. Not not a lot of guys. Okay, but there was a lot of guys that tried that well, and failed miserably. Doc Rivers okay? tried it with the Clippers. Correct. Okay, so what I'm saying is. This isn't just about athletes in general. This is, coaches have gone through this same scenario. And I, I think that sometimes 
there's only so much, so many minutes in a day, right? Kind of like what you were referring to earlier where, you know, I, I hate being bored. I'm too active. I try to do too many things. Yeah, there's so many minutes in a day. So if you're trying to be the superstar player, um, could you have input on game plans? Sure, of course. You're the superstar player. Of course, you should be able to read the court and the floor and the game plan as well as anyone. Um, should you have input on personnel? Sure. You're the one having to play with people, okay. right? Like, of, of course, you should have input. However, if you've been listening to me, particularly over the last couple of weeks as the Lakers disaster has unfolded, I've been consistently saying if I were the Lakers, and I've been saying this in this using this phrase, if I were advising the Lakers, I would give them free advice, and that's put more smart people in the room to make decisions yeah, together. Okay? I've been on that. The Dodgers have done that in their front office. They have a lot Correct. of smart guys that were former and, GMs involved in the decision making. Correct. And by the way, the Clippers have done that. Now yes, the results have. haven't necessarily been there, but they've they've had much better results than Clippers teams of the past. Yeah, that's they, for they've sure. put themselves in a position to succeed. They just haven't. Correct. For one reason or another. I mean, especially when you get to played, the playoffs, whatever. I mean, the, they blew a three-one lead, but yeah. Luck has also played a, a part in that. All right. But so what I'm saying is, when you look at the Nets and KD and Kyrie, and when you look at this Lakers situation. What I'm saying is be careful what you wish for. You want autonomy? Autonomy isn't always what it's cut out to be. It's better to be one of a cup one of a few voices in the room where you can get actual feedback and pushback, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and kind of have a meeting of the minds, um, as opposed to trying to rule with an iron fist. So you want it, healthy discussion. Well, look at the Warriors um, pr- prior to when Jerry West was there. Jerry West, I know there's all these sayings about, oh, Jerry West wouldn't have traded for Clay and Ke-. I mean, granted, Jerry West wasn't the only person that didn't want to trade Clay for Kevin Love. But, yeah. I mean, that stuff gets propagated that way. Nonetheless, um, the Warriors have that situation. The Clippers, you can make fun of them all you want. They have that situation. They got multiple people in the room making decisions. And they got people we don't even know exist in the Correct. Rooms. Like Correct. The, who have the Dodgers, the as you said, have multiple. The Lakers need that. The Nets, no, the by Lakers, the way. But the Lakers aren't going to do that. That's not what they've done. They're, the Lakers are still, that, this is how we've always done it. It's worked out for us in the past. We just go get a bigger name, and it's going to be fine. That's the problem. The Lakers are stuck in the mom-and-pop way of thinking. They look. How long have, did it take them for them to get an analytics department? And they, from what we know, we don't know that they have a big one, right? We well, don't know they don't they have, have a big front office in general. No. They have one of the smaller front offices. And in they're the not spending on that either. Right. And, and so when I watch the Nets, to me, it's a cautionary tale. And the Lakers season, both of them. It's a cautionary tale in, again, like, more people is not a bad thing. Like, but that's, giving, like, okay, giving, so you're giving looking people at the Nets, unilateral, right? giving people unilateral, um, like, a, like, so who are you putting the blame on? Not good. Are you putting on the blame on LeBron and KD or who? Oh, I mean, this is this is everybody's at fault because a um, if you're it, let's just let's take the Nets and Lakers separately for one second. If you're the Nets, you're the owner Joe Sy. I mean, he's new. He doesn't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Like whatever. That guy doesn't know what he's doing yet. Um, I mean, he's a great businessman. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but he's let me throw money at it and it'll work, which is what right. I've done in all business. Be, being, being a great businessman is not being a great sports owner. They're nope. two different conversations. And then, you know, Sean Marks, yeah, he learned from the Spurs, but yeah, he has, he's, he's been okay. Like, he hasn't, like, it's not like I look at Sean Marks and I say, oof, that guy. That, that guy's Sam Presti. You know what I mean? Like, he's not that. So, 
you know, he's fairly new at the job. And then, you know, Katie and Kyrie, more so even than anywhere else I've ever seen in sports, really got to kind of rule the roost. You know what I mean? Like where they made a lot, if not all, of the decisions. Right. Well, what do we always say? It's a player's league, right? The players are going to be the ones making the decisions. And you just said, be careful what you wish for. So when you're looking at this and what's going on, we everybody makes a joke. Like, well, who's the GM? Who's doing this? Like, yeah, at the end of the day, you can make the jokes. But when it comes down to the actual business, like, who are you really dealing with? You right. know, who's it, really in charge? And that's the, the problem. you got to have the person who, you know, okay, I'm in charge, but the ego is minimal to where I can listen to people. you got to have people telling you, no, you can't do this. Yes, you can. Like, you got to right. have There's got to be pushback. Yes, there's got to be pushback. And, and here's the thing. Again, it's one of these situations where you say to yourself, man, listen, like, you have the – But Katie are we surprised and, it worked out like this for either team? Um, A little. I'm not – I mean, now in retrospect, hindsight being 2020, yeah. I, I mean, I think that none of us should be surprised. But I think that ultimately – they all have each other to blame. Like, everyone's always looking for who to blame. Oh, I want to blame LeBron. Oh, I want to blame KD and Kyrie. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't I would disagree with that. But I'm also saying that Jeannie Buss should be blamed. Yep. I'm also saying Rob Palinka should be blamed. Yep. I'm also saying whatever involvement Kurt and Linda Rambis have should be involved in the blame. I just don't like when the players do the, I just work here. I'm just a t- part of the player. Okay. Like, no, 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 well, no, stop that. No, everyone needs to take accountability is what I would say. It, and And by the way, I would say the same thing for the Nets situation, whether it's Sean Marks, KD, Kyrie, Steve Nash, like all, you know, all these guys. But that that's it, it, again, it's a cautionary tale. You can't outsmart the league is what I would say. Nope. No, nope. can't. You can't outsmart the league. And regardless of whatever sport, if you have if the team that has the more the, the more smart people in the room making decisions as in the numbers. That's the team that generally does pretty well. Man, for I was watching these playoff games yesterday, and all I kept thinking was... How about, tell me you know, the other side, because yeah, yeah, we're yeah. up against the right, break. I wanted, to, I wanted to have a more thorough discussion yeah. on this before I open it up. I'm upset, I open, I'm upset. open it up to the audience, too, at 877-710-ESPN about the way those two teams, who were the betting favorites coming into this thing, have completely floundered, and by the way, have very similar stories to tell. So we'll get to that coming up, and your story on watching the playoffs, next. I actually like pigs in a blanket. Now, I don't like hot dogs all that much, but I like the pigs in a blanket. Solid. Because, because I like the croissant crusty stuff flavor yeah. thing on the outside. That's pretty – honestly, I like that more than the actual – excuse me. <clears throat> a little finger more food for the, you, no problem. That's the way to yeah, do it. Yeah, but, but if I'm at a wedding or some sort of event where they have little pigs in a blanket, I'm, I'll, I'm in on a couple for Don't sure. you feel kind of weird, though, eating a pigs in a blanket when you have a suit on or a tuxedo? No, nah. really. If they're serving it, you know. Yeah, but I'm, a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm judging it. I'm like, you know what? If, you, if, if you're telling me this is a fancy shindig, and you're giving yep. me pigs in a blanket, I'm a judge. Wait, you, you want, want it funny? Yeah. Yes. My, no, my... if you're making me wear a suit and get really, really dressed up, then yes, I want something fancy because I'm, I'm like don't... ceviche. Ah, man, unless it's Peruvian ceviche, the best in the world. There you go. But no, nah, I don't want the. No, nah, no, nah, I'm, they're I'm talking about good. legit. Like, I have to wear a tie where you tell me it's super fancy. Don't give me pigs in a blanket. My brother had a very super fancy, bougie wedding at, you know, this crazy country club that yeah. some NASCAR guy belongs to anyway. Um, and the food that he served at his super fancy wedding was a buffet with chicken fingers, nah, tater tots. Nah, nah. Then that's the case. I'm wearing shorts and sandals. Dogs. <laughs> they also had regular food, but that was like their appetizers was all like the... 
kids' finger foods. No. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. If you're going fancy, you better bring me the fancy food. Because if I'm dressing up for you, wasting a tie, man, I need I need some pate or uh, some <laughs> some some stuff that I would some ne- steak tartare. Yeah, some stuff that like I want some stuff that I won't ever have normally. You know, I want that kind of stuff. I'm like, uh huh. I don't like caviar though, me bro. Me neither. Oh, let's that go. That stuff is gross. Oh, caviar. Oh my it's goodness. Gross. Ooh, gross. No, 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 no. That's good stuff. Gross. Right there. No, no, no. As long gross. as somebody else pays, I'm good. I'm good. No, that's caviar. gross. See, bro. you haven't had fancy caviar, Sedona. What do you mean I haven't had fancy nah, caviar? Nah, come on, man. How Let's... do you know what kind of caviar I've had? Because you don't like it. If it's if it's good, then yeah. No, I've had really in that Seven Eleven caviar, man. No, no, we got to get you some good stuff, man. <laughs> I've had the good stuff, and it's gross. I don't think it's good. Back at the back in the day when ESPN used to have the big fancy parties, oh yeah, the, for the ESPYS when they would have the oh yeah the VIPs yeah. That's the way to do it. Before your time, or before your time, you missed out. It's now you guys get pigs in a blanket. Like, nah. I don't like caviar anymore. Yeah. <laughs> nah. yeah, but give me the good stuff when you go to the wedding, man. You already spent all that money. Might as well give it an extra couple hundred bucks. Funchy, you know, he's crashing your wedding. There you go. He wants no, a bad Funchy's <laughs> wedding is going to be, that's going to be a broke wedding, man. That's he's, so mean. he's not spending money on his wedding. No way. I, so I know the guy. And he's also, you know, he's trying to cut people out of the list, oh, which I'm I don't going. blame him. I'm going. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going. I, I am showing. I told him I'm showing up after the food. I'm going to go just for the cake. And I'm going to be there taking pictures with people. Like, yeah, man, we love Funch. Because I yeah. started with Funch. I taught him how to be a board op back in our day in uh, La Cienega. So he knows what's up. I, I don't need an invite. I am the ultimate I don't need an invite, but I will show up and make a good time. <laughs> I, will have a, I will bring a cooler. I am good. I'm ready you to and go. DeMarco, man. DeMarco's did the same thing oh. when we were making So at my niece's <laughs> wedding this summer, my niece, uh, Sarah, uh, we, it was 100 degrees. So I took, and her, my brother's kid, right, they don't drink. So right. I knew they don't drink. So you know Bethel had his own cooler. So who was at my table? Everybody. Wait, wait, wait. Like, so the wedding, you mean they don't drink in the sense that, that nobody could drink at the wedding? No, no, there was they, no alcohol. they just don't drink. So my niece was like, I know some people might want beer, but our family, on this side of the family, we don't drink. So and I told her, don't worry about it. I'll buy two kegs. That should be enough. And I, Because she uh, you know, recently graduated from Davis a couple of years ago, so she was bringing young people down, right? So right. I knew these college kids were going to want to drink beer, so I bought two kegs of cheap beer. But then in my cooler, I had the fancy beers. The good stuff. And then I had the tequila mandala, and I had the squirt, and I was having my good old time. So... At the wedding, you know, it got delayed a little bit, so I had my cooler. So I went to the wedding party, had, started handing out beers. That's the uncle I was, and her wedding party was like, "Mike, your uncle was so cool. Heck yeah, we had a good old time, man. Oh yeah, right. So invite me. I'm fun. <laughs> <laughs> invite me. I'm fun. That's your slogan. Exactly. I won't give a gift. My presence is a gift. Oh my god. <laughs> exactly. Ay, Dios mío. Hey. Uh, so you were watching these playoff games? Yeah, that was and- mad. Why? Why are you mad, bro? Because I should be working. Like, oh yeah, it, it, it's so you know this when you're in LA and you're in the media, you plan April, May is when you're going to be working, right? Because you're going to be sure. working in the Lakers playoffs. Like at the, at the very least, I've always wanted to go to the Kentucky Derby the first weekend in May. I can't. Never happens because yeah. the Lakers are in the playoffs, or I'm working a fight in Vegas. It's just not happening. Like, and this year, like you know what? I'm watching the games yesterday, and I'm looking at Phoenix. I'm looking at New Orleans. Right now, Brooklyn. Like, wait, what, what's going on? And Laker fans, you should be mad because you deserve better. And then watching former Lakers perform, I get it. You traded them. You had to do it. To oh, get I'll get AD. to that in the next that, That's perfectly fine. I get yeah, it. I, but I get there. It, but it's like, man, 
it's you're supposed to have the star team playing. Yeah. And then LeBron the other day tweeting about, oh, I, I'll never want to miss the playoffs again. Like, man, stop it with that. I don't want it, it just yesterday I was in a mood. I was it was a beautiful day. You know, you want to have a couple of cocktails, mix it yeah. up, and you're hanging out. It was beautiful. Out. You're was, all right. It was warm. Yeah, oh, I was at my sister's house in Torrance right there in the South Bay. Great time. And I'm like, why are we watching the Pelicans? Like, come on. Like, I was just mad for L.A. fans. That's what I was fired up. Well, listen, year. I mean, you know. It was good basketball, but I don't want to watch good basketball. I want to watch somebody in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> I, right? Well, even well, if you get clearly swept. right now you're not getting good basketball in LA. So there's that. Uh, there's nothing. I'm like I'm just freaking. I mean, hey, listen. You. you think you think I'm not I'm I'm not annoyed. I I should have done at least a couple of LA games already by yeah. now in the playoffs. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I also got COVID, so there's that. I probably wouldn't have done them either anyway. So nonetheless, but the point still stands that yes, I selfishly too should be working at Crypto.com Arena. Yeah, it's like you plan. Like I don't need to go cover a Laker game in January. April, May, hopefully June. That's what I care about. Well, look, and Jeannie used to say it all the time. My dad taught me, like, if you're if you're dark too many April, Mays, and Junes, you know, you get out of the consciousness of the public. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, a few years ago when I was working at Spectrum, Lakers Channel, I, I don't know how many shows with me and uh, Chris McGee and Geeter doing the, hey, projected draft spot with the uh, ping pong balls. And it's like, you, you talk about TV programming in June, and great job by the producers making it happen. But, like, come on, let's start talking about playoffs and what's going on. And it, it, those are the emotions I had yesterday of, like, this sucks for the city. You know? like It does suck for the city. It's like, I just don't like But any- it's why these next few decisions that Huge. we were just talking about are monstrous. Huge. You can't like, mess up. You never – you people don't realize in the moment how these decisions mm-hmm. impact the future. And, you, you know, you mentioned it, and we can discuss it further on the other side, but – you mentioned it about Brandon Ingram, right? Because I do want to get into that on the other side. Because Laker fans are having some feelings about this now. Mm. But, you know, were you willing to sit here and go through the growing pains? That's easy to say now in retrospect, okay? But if you would have been – if we would have been at 10 years with no titles or no playoffs, could you imagine what this town would have been like? No way, dude. Uh... It was getting it was getting ugly. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, I know we're gonna talk about it later, but they always say hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, but right. you, you had your championship, but you knew what you were gonna give up. But man, it, it, but it's, I'm also but, that guy where you're supposed to be in the playoffs every single year. Wait, but but there are there was fair criticism about that trade that yeah. we'll revisit right now. We're gonna do that in three minutes.